Hey guys, welcome back to the Allergic to Grace podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Whitney. We're so glad you joined in to listen today. Before we jump into chapters 33 through 35, let's recap what we talked about in chapters 30 and through 32. So Jacob has had more sons through Rachel and Leah's servants. Yes. Um, Leah starts having babies again and gives Jacob two more sons and a daughter. Rachel finally gives Jacob a son and names him Joseph. Jacob is called by God to leave Laban and go back to Canaan. Um, Laban is reluctant to let him go, and they basically play keep away with some livestock. Um, God reminds Jacob he's always with him, and Jacob leaves Laban without him knowing. Jacob is nervous about seeing Esau, so he prays for help and ends up wrestling in an entire night with God. And then God eventually renames him Israel um, as his blessing. So opening in chapter 33, did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think that was it. Okay. So Good job. <laughs> chapter 33 opens with Jacob looking up to see Esau coming with his army, basically. Yeah, it was an army. It was an army of people, 400 men. 400 men. Like how many men did Abraham have? It was like 300 something. Yeah. Right? So like he had an army larger than Abraham's Abraham had. who like fought multiple they, kingdoms. Yes. Yes. So it was a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so he divides his children among Leah and Rachel and the two female servants. Um, and the way he lines them up is kind of it's, interesting. It, yeah. Um, so it says, and he put the servants with their children in front then Leah with her children and Rachel and Joseph last of all. He himself went on before them, bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. Yes. So when I first read this, I was like, he lined up his kids basically in favorite order In favorite order yeah. on how much he loved or cared for them. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, we all know Joseph is his favorite. Oh yeah. So of course he's going last <laughs> and maybe it just because we're we're also seeing too where we saw too with Isaac and Rebecca that they each had a favorite. So maybe having a favorite child or having an order by which you'd be okay with losing your children was right? a normal thing. You that's know, kind of scary. Like that's sad, but yeah. I hope I'm at the end. <laughs> I mean, I kind of got dug down into a rabbit hole about this um, because I was like, well, that's kind of cowardly like you leave like your favorite kid but at the same time he went first yeah. so it's not as cowardly and then hopefully if they started attacking like leah and her kids and rachel with joseph could get away yeah i think that was the whole point but they definitely had the better advantage yeah absolutely <laughs> um so him bowing to the ground seven times as he came near to his brother um just his behavior and sending the gifts and, you know, telling him he's behind all of these things and bowing to the ground. It was kind of like meeting um, like a servant to a, a leader or yeah. a master. Yeah. Um, instead of he's like. Being, he was saying I'm submitting. Yeah. Like. I surrender already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Already. Yeah. Yes. So he bows to the ground seven times. But then in the midst of this, Esau runs up to him and grabs him and immediately gives him a hug yeah i which, wonder what i wonder what sparked his change of heart yeah i don't know 
I I did have a note, you know, we remember a couple episodes ago when Isaac was blessing Esau that he told Esau, you're going to be a servant to your brother until you break that yoke. And I had given a theory that he didn't mean physically Mm -hmm. that it was an emotional and a mental yoke. Mm -hmm. And I think that we see here that he has because Esau was angry when Jacob left. I mean, he was going to murder him. Mm -hmm. He had full well plans of mourning his father for a few days and then murdering Jacob. Like, yeah. um, And I think the fact that he runs out, embraces him, you know, and starts immediately, you know, crying Mm -hmm. that we see here how he has broken that yoke and how he has changed, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah i mean that makes sense plus you know pent-up anger over 20 years has to take a toll yeah plus his dad didn't die no so like he didn't have anything to mourn right even than the loss of his brother yeah even at this time isaac is still alive yeah so which is mildly hilarious yeah yeah (laughs) so so um after he meets with Esau, Esau sees all of his wives and all of his children. And he's like, you know, who are these people? Yeah, like who is, <laughs> who what is, is this? this? And Jacob says the children whom God has graciously given your servant. So like throughout this entire chapter, Jacob is approaching Esau still as a servant would approach a master. Yeah. Like he's completely submitted and he's insistent on giving him all of these gifts and showing him how, sorry he is basically for stealing his birthright for doing everything like that it's kind of like god appeared to him and was just like you've been a little brat and uh, you need to write your make it right yeah yeah Yeah. so um i also like how he attributed all of his stuff to god yeah he was like god has graciously given your servant um and then you know his wives and his children approached and they all bowed down too um and then he said, what do you mean by all this company that I met? Jacob answered to find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have enough. My brother, keep what you have for yourself. So I think he's talking about the gifts and stuff and the, all the said, animals that he yeah. was sending. Because wouldn't you be confused if somebody was like, oh, I just have 220 goats here for you. You <laughs> may put gift. those in the back or <laughs> where, right? where do these go? <laughs> it's like the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> Five golden rings. Okay. 500 goats. <laughs> <laughs> 200 <Anyway>. ewes. <laughs> And a couple handfuls of rams. Anyway. All right. We're done. We're done with that. We will be performing here again next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. Um, so anyways, he's saying like, what? what is the meaning of all this? Yes, like, what? Am, what is it? He's like, I, I want you to take them. These are gifts for you to show my s- sorriness, to show how, you know, how sorry I am sorry for I am. my younger years when I was a jerk. I passed. Yeah. And he's like, no, please. If I have found favor in your sight, please accept these from my hand. He's basically saying, if you accept these, it's clean slate between yeah. us. Like, it's like you accept You've accepted my apology. My apology. Yes. yes. So he basically tells him no. And then he's like, well, please do it. Please do it. And he's like, no. And he's like, please. So basically, after a lot of urging each other, um, he takes his gifts 
Because no you, no you, no you, exactly. no you. And it's like, no who's you. gonna cave yeah, first? Okay, I'll take it. Right? Um, but it was reluctant. Like, he was reluctant to take it. He didn't want yeah. to, but yeah. whatever. But he did. He did. So um, Esau so, wants him to follow, right? Yes. To journey with him. He wants him to travel with him. Yeah, back to where he came from, which yeah. is the uh, seer. Where's it at? Yeah, seer. Seer. Yeah. Um, but Jacob is on a bigger mission here. He's he's been called by God to go back to the land of Canaan. Like mm-hmm. he has a heading in his mind, and it's not where his brother is. Yeah. Um, but Jacob said, "My Lord knows that the children are frail, and that the nursing flocks and my my herds." are a care to me if they're driven hard for one day all the flocks will die let my lord pass ahead of me and at the at the pace of the children until i come to my lord and shear so he's basically saying like go on ahead i'll stay back with all of my stuff and we'll come at our own pace and i'll meet you there um and esau basically agrees to that um but he first offers, you know, to leave some of his people with him so that he's protected or yeah. something like that. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, if you found favor in my sight, just go. Um, I'll be there. I'll meet you there. But in actuality, Jacob journeyed to Sukkoth. Is that how you say that? Sukkoth? Yeah. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Sukkoth. Sukkoth. Okay. <laughs> Um, real professional and built himself a house and made booths for his livestock therefore the name of the place is called Sukkoth, which <laughs> means booths so he made up a, a place in this Sukkoth place um he built a house which you know we haven't really seen any yeah. house building yeah it's all been or tents. barns or stables yeah. yeah so he's making like a claim to the land here yep. That's exactly what I have. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so little side sidebar here. Sakoth is actually in the complete opposite direction of Seir. So upon reading that, I was like, is he deceiving his brother yet again, even though he's just shown him so much hus- like hospitality and like all this stuff? But I really think he was being submissive so much so that he didn't want to contradict what his brother was telling him to do. You know, like he was like, come with me, like, come stay with me and see her like, we'll be together again. And he's just like, OK, yeah, I'll catch up with you. And then just the complete opposite. But he just didn't want to be like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And wasn't there a part and I maybe be thinking of something different mm-hmm. when he was like, OK, well, let's let's part because both of their flocks were they were too big um i think that comes later okay yeah like they just ended up hold on yeah it says though reconciled the brothers will live apart okay i couldn't remember if it was in that section or not but i think you're exactly right i don't think he's intentionally mm-hmm. deceiving his brother here i i he was really think that he, yeah and i think he, that he really is sorry mm-hmm. for what he did yeah I think so, too. Um, so Jacob came safely to the city of Shehem, Sh- Sh- whatever, mm-hmm. which is in the land of Canaan on his way from the cloth. Padanaram. Padanaram. I don't know. Yep. Pat-a-ram. And he camped Pat-a-ram. before the city. And from the sons of Hamor, Shehem's father, he bought 400 pieces of money, the piece of land on which he had pitched his tent. There he re- erected an altar and called it. Yep, which in Hebrew means God, the God of Israel. Nice. 
Yes. So Hamor, Shaham's father, will come back into play here in a minute. Mm. Um, but I thought it was kind of interesting that Jacob, like Abraham, purchased a piece of yes, the promised land. That's exactly what I have written as well, that we now see. He, so now this family mm-hmm. owns even more of the promised land. Yep. And he erects an altar in the exact same place Abraham did years before him. And actually, this was Abraham's first altar in the promised land. Are you verifying that? No, Is that I, what you're doing? No, no. Okay. I, I had a note and I was, it says name of the altar, but it's, I already talked about it, about how it's God, God of Israel. And yeah. Yet again, he's using the God, the, the name that God has given him now. Yeah. And he's saying that God, you know, is my God. My father is my God. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's interesting and good to note too, that here, this was one of the first things that he did when he purchased the land was he built this altar. Yep. So. Yep. I'm wondering if he knew that it was the same place Abraham built. I don't know because I acted like I knew that, but I didn't (laughs) until you said that. It was part of my study section. I don't know. That's very interesting. I mean, because it's been hundreds of years. Yeah, literally. So, so I doubt the original altar is still there. I'm sure not. They were filling in the wells, like, especially if it was in a paganistic land. Yeah. Why are they going to keep a, you know? And it was probably, you know, built of like wood and stone and stuff that it would have yeah. been weathered away. Well. Weathered yeah. Way. Yeah. So after he erected the altar um, and called it God, the God of Israel, that ended chapter 33. Yes. So chapter 34 opens with talking about, what did we say her name was? Dinah. Dinah. Jacob's yes. daughter. The daughter of Jacob and Leah. Yes. Um. So we see, maybe we should have done a little disclaimer, but disclaimer. Um, we yeah. See, <laughs> whoops. I didn't even think of that. It's fine. So we see that from the same person that Jacob bought the land from, basically, he kidnaps... I think he kidnaps yeah, and rapes. Absolutely. Dana. Yeah. Dina. Dina. Jacob's daughter. Jacob's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, I would agree. And some people say that like what he actually did is open to debate because the following verses make it seem like he loved her. Um, But the verbiage they use in humiliated. Hum- I was going to say humiliated her. It translates to violated. Yeah. So. Exactly. Either way, it was forbidden. Yeah. Like you're not supposed yes. to lay with a woman before marriage. And yes. Yeah. Against her will at any Especially, cost. Especially. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but um, what's his name again? Shehem? Shem. I, Shem. I, Shehem. Shem. I don't Shem. know. Shehem. Shem. No. Shem. 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 Okay. We're going to call him Shem. Shem. Whatever. Shehem. Shem. Scum. Because that's what he is. All right. <laughs> So he Shem. goes to his Shem. He goes to his father Hamor, saying, "Get me this girl for my wife," because apparently he loved her. Um, and so Jacob heard that he had defiled his daughter, um, and he kind of held his peace until his sons came in from you know being on their daily duties with their livestock. Yeah. Um, and Hamor, the father of Shem, went out to speak with Jacob. And the sons of Jacob had come in from the field. And as soon as they heard of it, being as good brothers they are, 
They were angry. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, too, that he waited until his sons came back. Because let's keep in mind, there's 11 of them now. Oh, yeah. 11. I mean, some of them are men, I'm sure. Grown men. 11 men to find out that this happened to to their sister. sister. Yeah. You know, so you, you mess with the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And I like how the they said family. and the men were indignant and very angry yeah. because he had done an outrageous, outrageous thing in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter for such a thing as not to be done. Yeah. So in this instance, in talking about they done an outrageous thing in Israel, they're talking about the place. I yes. feel like mm-hmm. not talking about. I think Jacob. so, too. And, you know, even though God renamed him when he wrestled with him, they still call him Jacob yes. at this point. Yes. And I feel like even after God renames him again, they still call him Jacob at yeah. some points. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of confusing when you talk about Jacob yes. versus Jacob Israel versus Israel the place. Yeah. And I think, too, because we continue to see the, the term or the name Israel and Israelites yeah. throughout the Bible, too, that your first thought doesn't automatically go back to Jacob. No, it at least not for me anyway. People, yeah, the exactly. The nation or the nation. what have you. Yep. So Hamor spoke with them saying, the soul of my son, Sham, longs for your daughter. Please give her to him to be his wife. And then they're like, basically, you can take our our daughters and make them your wives. We'll take your daughters. We'll intermingle with yeah. you, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um. So he, the guy who raped their daughter, comes and says, let me find favor in your eyes. And whatever you say to me, I will give. Ask for a great bride prize. And as a gift to you, I will give whatever you say to me. Only give me the young woman to be my wife. He's basically saying, I will give anything. I'll I will do, do anything. anything for I her. I love her. Yeah. Um, mind you, I doubt their indignant rage has subsided. Oh, I'm sure not. Um, uh, obviously not. Just saying. <laughs> just anyway. saying. Continuing. Continuing. Um, the sons of Jacob answered Sham and his father Hamor deceitfully because he had defiled their sister D- Dinah. Um, he said, we cannot do this thing. You know, we cannot give you our sister to a man who is uncircumcised because yeah. they're all part of Abraham's yep. covenant. So they're just basically like circumcise yourself, circumcise every man. Yeah. Every man of all your people. Of all and your then, people. yeah, deal made. Um, but if you don't do that, we'll take our daughter and we'll leave. Yeah. Bye. Um, so they're like, okay, let's we'll do, do it. it. We'll yes. do it. And they're in, gre- in agreement. Yep. And so they depart ways. They go and they circumcise everybody. Um, so Hamor and his son Shem came to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city, saying, These men are at peace with us. Let them dwell in the land and trade in it, for behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters as wives and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will these men agree to dwell with us to become one people when every male among us is circumcised as they are circumcised. So and then they're, they just go on to be like, our livestock will be their livestock, their livestock will be ours, our crap will just mingle um and so they listened and every male was circumcised who went out of the gate um into the city so after all the men were circumcised on the third day when they were sore two of the sons of jacob simon and levi took their swords and came against the city while it felt secure and killed all the males so how big was the city? I was just thinking that. Because it was only two. Two brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have my phone. Um, let what me was look the name of the city? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Sheol? Shem? No. 
Yeah, Sham. Referring to this location as a city, this is from BibleRef.com. Referring to this location as a city can lead modern readers to a misunderstanding. In many cultures today, the term city usually means tens or hundreds of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. In the ancient world, a city might have been as few as several hundred people. Similar confusion can arise when reading that this massacre was committed by two sons of Jacob, Levi and Simon. These brothers would have brought along their combat cap capable servants as well Mm -hmm. this was not the equivalent of a superhero film where two allies defeat tens of thousands of enemies in hand-to-hand combat no matter how many people were involved all the town's fighting men have been killed thanks to the deception of the sons of jacob this allows the entire area to be ransacked well if you think about it too they were kind of clever in the fact that they came about it as in like you're gonna all get circumcised And then we're all going to kill you. So, so like, it's definitely premeditated. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, I can imagine how traumatic that must have been for those men. And then to have somebody come in and attack you, like your point of attack would be to punch them in the crotch. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. and then you could just cut their throats. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they make a point of saying is, I mean, on the third day Women when they were sore. sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So they waited three days to kill everybody. Yeah. Um. So they kill all of the men and then they basically ransack the city. They yeah. take everything from them. They take all of their women, all of their children and basically all their possessions back as their own. And um, they take their sister. Yeah. And they take their six- sister. So. Their sister. Yeah. Words are hard. Um. So it says, my Bible in the study section says, under the Mosaic law, Shem's sin against Dinah does not merit such excessive punishment. The action of Simon and Levi is totally unjustified according to the doctrine of retribution. Furthermore, it endangers their household for an evaluation of just how distasteful this act is in their father's eyes. So like, not only, let me pause, they killed all the men, defiled their, who had defiled their sister, they plundered the city, blah, 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 for retribution for their sister, right? They come back with all their wealth. And Jacob said to Simon, you have brought trouble on me by making me stink to the inhabitants of the (laughs) land, the Canaanites and the mm, Perizzites. Sure. My numbers are few, and if they gather themselves against me and attack me, I shall be destroyed, both I and my household. But they said, should he treat our sister like a prostitute? I have a question Yeah, about that, Jacob's response to the whole thing. Yeah. Is Jacob afraid that now, Jacob is afraid now that they will attack him, right? Yes. Is that the only reason he's upset? And I'm genuinely asking. I mean... I don't think so, because it says you have made me stink to the inhabitants of the land, as in like, they know you're my sons and you just murdered all the males of an entire city. Yeah. So like the togetherness of my household is in question now. Like you've brought question upon my house about me, which also they're rash and unjustified, quote unquote, retribution just further goes to show how he is not a spiritual leader in his house. Like he just, 
you know, what was one of the first things in Genesis that God said about Cain murdering his brother? Like, you're not supposed to murder people. Yeah. And they just slaughtered all the males in an entire city. Yeah. So. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think he is displaying fear. And I feel like this is also a turning point or not turning a point, but like a a A major point point in his walk with God because he's not turning to his faith to protect him. Like God has promised to protect him. God has promised to bring him, you know, into a multitude of nations. Um, But he's terrified that these other cities around him are going to come together and destroy him. Absolutely. So that was the end of chapter 34. 34 under 35. Yes. So from there, God says to Jacob, arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. Make an altar there to the... Words are hard. Oh, my goodness. Make an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So when he's talking about going back to Bethel, that's where he had that vision or that dream. The very first dream very on first his way dream. to Laban's yeah. the first time. Yeah. And that's where he made his vow of since God has shown me these things, yes. I will keep his commandments, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So this is where he put his first... <laughs> this is where he put his foot down in his household finally it says in verse two so jacob said this to his household and to all who were there with him put away the foreign gods that are among you and purify yourselves and change your garments then let us arise and go up to bethel so that i may make there an altar to the god who answers me in the day of my distress and has been with me wherever i have gone and it says so they gave Jacob all the foreign gods that they had and the rings that were in their ears. Jacob hid them under the terebinth tree, tree? that was near Shittim. Yeah. Shittim, where he was. Yes. Under that tree. Under that tree. So, you know, he knows he's going to Bethel. He's been specifically asked by God to make an altar there to yes. him. Yes. So he's purifying his household to be ready. Yeah. To be in such a sacred place. Yeah. And to change. Yeah. So just, I don't know, the fact that his household is still pagan when he's already had so many encounters with God. I mean, he just wrestled. Why did he allow them to keep them? There's no way that he didn't know that they were still practicing paganism in some fashion. Or idolatry or whatever. I mean, and that just goes to show how faithful God is, too, I think, because God promised him he was going to multiply him. Yeah. And regardless of Jacob not stepping up. Yeah. God has still to allow him to be. Well, too, we also see, you know, in the instance of Lot, that his wives and his, you know, sons-in-laws or whatever, they were pagans. And um, God still saved them, even though Lot wasn't necessarily religious himself, but he was related to Abraham, who was. So yeah. it's it, again that close proximity to the patriarchs that is saving them. Yeah. I yep. think. Yeah, absolutely, but I think just he's God's still keeping his covenant or his promise yeah. with Abraham. Yes. Cuz he could very well say, "You know what? You're done." No, you're all you're all a bunch of pagans. Right? And wipe them out, but he didn't. Well, if you think about it, the, the 12 tribes of Jacob, mm-hmm. the 12 tribes of Israel, of Israel. Mm-hmm. all came from pagans. Yeah. What? <laughs> 
God's hand, man. That's crazy. I never thought about it like that. It's crazy, right? Like, well, I don't think Joseph was a pagan. I mean, which we'll get to in several episodes. Judah was. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think you know Jesus Joseph. comes from the light of Judah, right? Oh, yeah. interesting. Anyway, um, end of thirty-five. We've already done that, right? Yeah. So we're at now. They've taken all their all their false gods. He put yeah. them under the tree. Yes. Um, and they're about to go to Bethel. Yes. So they're journeying to Bethel. Um, and then you remember in the last chapter, he was like, you know terrified that all these other places are going to come and basically overthrow him so verse 5 of 35 says as they journeyed a terror from god fell upon the cities that were around them so that they did not pursue the sons of jacob so basically here we see again god protecting him god is keeping other cities other people from around jacob from sinning against god and really attacking jacob for what he has so jacob arrives to bethel in the land of Canaan. And um, there he built the altar. And because God had revealed himself to him when he fled to his brother, that's why he did it. Um, Deborah, the first time we're hearing of De- Deborah, her actual name, right? Yes. Uh, Rebecca's nurse. So this is his mother's nurse. Yeah. She died and was buried under an oak tree in Bethel. Why is she mentioned? I was just about to ask that. I don't know. Do you? I have a theory. Okay. Um, my Bible says she is briefly mentioned, Rebecca's nurse, she is briefly mentioned in 2459. Scripture memorializes the death of the aged, faithful nurse of Rebecca rather than the matriarch herself, perhaps because of Rebecca's deception. Yeah. I mean, I know that's why Rebecca's not mentioned anymore after the after she and Jacob stole Esau's blessing but I never really thought of that as being it I mean that makes sense she gets a little bit of a nod but nothing official like everybody else my also other question was like why is she with him does it say that or is it just saying that she died well she was buried under an oak below Bethel so he called its name Alon whatever which means oak of weeping so I don't know. Jacob buried her there. Maybe she, when she heard that Jacob was back, went out to see him. I don't know. Not even going to pretend. I have no idea. That's so weird. Yeah. But I mean, he was deeply saddened by her death. Obviously. Um. So I don't know. Maybe when he went away, she was, no, she didn't go with him. Mm-mm. I feel like we would have He went that. by himself. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Interesting. So... After she died, God appeared to Jacob again um, and blessed him. And God said to him, your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. Um, This is the second time that God is calling him Israel. Why do you think he did it twice? I think repetition, you know, especially in that time, was how they recorded the importance of something. Yeah. And so I think by God saying that, number one, he was showing his authority over mm-hmm. Israel, formerly Jacob, and just to maybe stress the importance of it. Yeah. I kind of fell into a rabbit hole about this. Um, that's kind of where I found all of that information about how the man wasn't God. Oh, um, 
So I don't know the credibility of it. But a lot of other renditions, um, not speaking from like Christian Bibles, they're looking at like the Torah Mm. and like other extra biblical texts, Mm -hmm. um, say that the man or God, when he wrestled with Jacob the first time, said that you will be called Israel. He didn't actually rename him in that instance. He was just telling him what was going to happen. Um, But that's not what we read in our Bibles. No. so I don't know. I don't really know. It was just like one of those things. Like, why change your name twice, but like still call you Jacob, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because like after he changes his name, when he wrestles with God, we don't see his name change at all until after God reveals himself again and calls him Israel. Yeah. And he doesn't. I mean, I'm looking at it in thirty-two twenty-eight. Then he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. Yeah. Like he renamed him according to our text. Yeah. I'm wondering, I don't know. I'm I wondering know. if it could be like a translational issue or yeah, something or, like that. Yeah, but. maybe it's like one of those things where like, you know, the word is one thing, but yeah. can mean a different type of thing. I don't know. Um, some other things that I had saw was that, you know, there was multiple writers of Genesis. We know that Moses was the main one. But they could have overlapping stories. And it's kind of like the a similar rendition of the same thing that happened hmm. twice, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It was just a random point. There's not a real answer to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he renamed him to Israel for the second time. Um, and then he blessed him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply a nation from your own body. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you, and I will give the land to your offspring after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken to him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone. Mm -hmm. Be fruitful and multiply. Like, he hasn't already done that. (laughs) He's not done yet. He's not done. Um, Almost. Yep. So he called the name of the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel even though it was already previously named Bethel because God had spoken to him there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually wondering where this Bethel place is. You know, like if we went there, would we have encounters with God? Maybe. You know how like some places the veil is thinner? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I can tell you I'm not going over there. <laughs> so they journeyed from Bethel um, when they were still some distance from Ephrath. I'm going to say that. Rachel, yeah. which she's pregnant, by the way, if you didn't know. She is. We didn't know this prior to her being we did in not. labor. <laughs> so Rachel went into labor and she had a hard labor. And when her labor was at its hardest, the midwife said to her, do not fear for you have another son. And as her soul was departing for she was dying, she called his name Bionni. Benoni, I would say. Oh, okay. Benoni. 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 Which means son of my sorrow or son of my strength. But his father called him Benjamin. And Benjamin. 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 So Rachel died. (laughs) And she was buried on the way to a froth that is Bethlehem. Yes. And Jacob set up a pillar over her tomb and the pillar of Rachel's tomb, which is there to this day. And then it says in verse 21, where the first time that we see his new name actually being used, used. is Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the Tower of Eder. Like, I don't get it because God renamed him, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then immediately after that in 14, it says, and Jacob. Yeah. So maybe he didn't actually, maybe it's like your name's going to be, but not yet type of thing. And then he like, yeah, did it officially. Your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Yeah. Whereas like this time he was like, no longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel is your name. Whereas before it was just like, you're not going to be Jacob. You're going to be Israel. I don't know. Maybe this was just more formal. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I definitely think it's more formal because it's not a theophany of God. It's God himself. Exactly. So. Yeah. But even then, like his name is still called Jacob until verse 21. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, And then it goes into all of his sons. He has 12 sons. He does. He has six sons by Leah. We're not going to go through the names. We don't want to put you through that. No, they're there. 22. Yep. Um, through. Two sons of Rachel, two sons of the servant. Bilalah. Bilalah. And then two sons of the servant. Zephah. Zephah. Yep. Um, and I saw something about the last verse 26. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padaram. Pad- Padanoram, whatever. Uh-huh. That benjamin wasn't actually born in Panamaram, but it's kind of just like an overhaul of everybody so yeah like, they it, just included it there i yeah. guess hmm. um so yeah and then verse 27 through the end of the chapter 20 25 35 um isaac dies yeah hold on i think we need to go back and touch on the fact that reuben one of israel's sons slept with one of his concubines slept with one of jacob's concubines hold on and he was angry verse 22 oh i completely went yeah over that. while israel lived in that land reuben went and lay with Bilah, his father's concubine and israel heard of it because and then they go into the different names of the sons but that makes Look. jacob angry oh yeah like I he's passed over that because i'm like bro cannot he does not care for reuben now because no. of that and that was his so, firstborn son yeah like get your jollies off somewhere else go find well, a wife weird it's weird it's weird you cross like, swords with of your all dad. the in i don't know if it's called incest now because the dna is so pure but like of all this stuff that's happening like is it you're incest? gonna sleep with somebody it's weird reuben that's well, weird i mean it's wrong and it's weird it's weird because one Jacob has children through her. Yes, he has brothers by her. Yeah. So he's like a she's like a stepmom yeah. almost, but there's no relation there because she's No, but it's weird. She's a servant. She slept with his dad. You cross swords with your dad, bro. It's gross. Weird. Okay. So anyways, back to the end of 35. I skipped Sorry. over that for a reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I completely forgot that happened. I was like, you're going through. I'm like, is she not? How do we forget about this drama? It's like, it's like, um, Lot and his daughters. Is it Lot? No. No. Yes. 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 Lot and his daughters completely skipped over that because Chris. Yes. Anyway. Um, yes. So then at the end of 35, Isaac dies. Dies. Yes. He lived to 180 years. So he actually lived five years longer than Abraham, his father. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. 
cool. Um, but he lived much longer than he thought he would. Oh yeah. Um, from 20 chapter years. 27 because well, 20 plus years, you know, he originally wanted to bless Esau because he thought he, he was thought dying. He was dying. Yeah. I bet that had to do with a lot with his vision. Yeah. He yeah. And we talked about that two episodes ago mm-hmm. where like that was because he was losing his vision. He, he probably, that's probably why he thought he was dying. Yeah. I mean, Esau thought he was dying too yeah. because he was like, after I mourn my father. Yeah. So maybe he's on he his was deathbed. Sick. Maybe. Who knows? Plus he was old anyway. Yeah. I mean, at that point he was at least 150, 160. Yeah. So he he's lived- getting up there. And if Abraham lived not as long as what Isaac did now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he lived 20 plus yeah. years after. Yeah. He blessed yeah. Jacob. It so. was nice that he potentially got to see jacob again yeah we don't know that he came back yeah we don't really know i feel like he probably did at least he probably knew that he came back Mm -hmm. yeah i have a feeling that he came back and he visited but like we don't we don't know that that. it's not noted anywhere so but and then both boys buried him yes and we don't really see where they bury him no um we do hear about rebecca later on in genesis do we yeah um and where they buried isaac rebecca or rachel rebecca really mm-hmm. they tell us where she's buried 49 huh yeah anyway yeah because i think they're talking about joseph anyway we'll get there yeah um did you have anything else i feel like that went really fast yeah i mean it was about 45 minutes but these chapters were very short yeah and it's a lot of story it's not a lot of yeah i feel like there was a lot in the last episode also Yes, so it was a lot in the last episode. Yes. Are we ready for the favorite verse? Are we? I don't have anything else to note. Okay. Do you? No. But I just kind of want everybody to know that me and Whitney, we pick our favorite verses separately from each yes. other. Like when we make our notes. And like the past couple of episodes, we have chosen the same freaking verse. Out of all the content that we read to go over this. <laughs> and we don't discuss it no No. and it's been the exact same it's so crazy it's been super interesting to see and kind of cool how god's hand works in that aspect you know because it's like especially like the last episode specifically 30 through 32 i mean there was a lot yeah and like for us to um have picked both the exact the same, same yes verse. same chapter same verse everything everything yes anyway. so um for this episode our favorite verse was chapter 35 verse 5 yes. um which is and as they journeyed a terror from god fell upon the cities that were around them so that they did not pursue the sons of jacob yes and we like this verse mostly because it is god's hand in protecting jacob on his journey um, but also that God can keep you from sinning against him. It can keep you um, from doing things that are, you know, self-harmful. Um, yeah. And and God is always with those who are his. So, yeah. yes. On the next episode, we will be discussing Genesis chapters 36 through 38. And that will be up next Monday at 7 p.m. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you've enjoyed the time we spent in God's word. And we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening.